0: Welcome to episode five of the Real Happy Mom podcast. I'm your host, Tony ann I'm the blogger and content creator at Real Happy Mom, where moms can find encouragement and practical tips for this journey called motherhood. I also have this podcast to introduce you to other moms from various walks of life to share their experiences and helpful advice. And today I am talking to Shauna from E Link. And I am super excited to have her here because she's one of my buddies that I met online. So, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Tony. Thank you. Hola, everyone. Thank you for having me. Oh, yes, definitely. You knew you were on my list. I don't know if I told you, but you're on my list of people. I was like, I have to get her on. (laughs) So thank you so much for coming. So let's get started by you telling the listeners a little bit about you and your background.
1: Sure thing. So my name is Shawna Hibbets. And I'm the creator of e Link, as Tony just mentioned. And this is an on and offline comprehensive tools on everything child care from A to Z for families. So I am an early childhood educator, and I've been working in that field for 20 plus years. And in that time, I have joyfully cared for over 10,000 children in and out of the classroom. I, every time I say that number, I, I just can't believe it, but... <laughs> Yes, I used to manage uh, schools and preschools and things of that nature. And I'm also a wife. I'm a mom of two adult children. So I'm an empty nester, but I currently provide private childcare services for several clients. And I have been doing that for probably the last 10 years.
0: So I'm still working with children today. Awesome, awesome. And you also have your new website. Can you tell us a little bit about what we can find there? Yes.
1: Yeah, so if you go to my website, which is called enannylink.com, they're used kind of like a one stop shop. So I'm also a YouTuber. So I have a storytime YouTube channel, and you can find like my Instagram and you can find articles written for families. And I also have a few. One-on-one consultation services, the families need a little bit more help devising up some plans to help their children reach or strive for goals or future goals. I can help you develop a plan for that. And I also have a Zoom story time service in which you could Zoom me into your classroom, your school, and I can do a story time via video for your classroom. I'm also bilingual, so I speak Spanish and English, so I share a lot of stories that are in both languages and just delve into cultural diversity
0: for children to embrace. Awesome. Awesome. So I had to bring you on because you have a wealth of knowledge and a lot of experience to talk to you about a particular topic, which I am now dealing with with two young kids that are five and two, and that is tantrums. So I just wanted you to talk to us a little bit about how you are able to diffuse tantrums.
1: Yes, yes, yes. It's like a mystery, isn't it? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) It's a mystery when it happens because it happens out the blue and sometimes you're like, what just happened here? Yes. (laughs) So the first thing you want to do is remain calm. As soon as a tantrum starts, you want to remain calm. And one of the reasons why you want to remain calm calm is because you want to make sure that when you're around your child and your child is going through that they can kind of kind of see a calmness in the storm sort of speak and it helps them realize oh My mom or whoever's my caregiver is watching me is really calm while I'm doing this. I wonder if I should, you know, model that behavior or how can Mm -hmm. I get out of this or do I just keep going on? But you remaining calm, just actually, even though they're going through whatever they're going through, it actually gives them a little bit of comfort. Okay. And so what you don't want to do, which is kind of hard to do because I've done it as a mom, is match their energy with the tantrum. <laughs> so you don't yes. want to get inside of the tantrum because that just gets makes it bigger and you don't want to give it too much attention. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a tricky balance. So the first thing is to remain calm because sometimes just doing that will diffuse it. Mm-hmm. So then the next thing is you want to think about um why they're having tantrums so there's some reasons why kids have tantrums mm-hmm. so sometimes it just be a lack of language you know just frustrated couldn't get their point across couldn't wasn't didn't feel like they were understood and they had a tantrum or it could be power struggles and usually the power struggles you know that can happen with or without language mm, you know yeah. you have to you have you have older children that still have power struggles at home you know mm-hmm. um it may not feel good you know they may not feel good um it could be a lack of sleep um they could be hungry or they could be uncomfortable like it could be hot cold or maybe maybe a part of their clothing got wet some kind of way or mm-hmm. something like that so once you kind of kind of go through the list like you know um, especially if it's a tantrum that happens out the blue and you're not sure. So you kind of want to go through the less. Now, if it's something that you're sure about, like you had to take a toy from them because they threw it after you tell them not to throw it, then you know why the tantrum yeah. started. <laughs> so <laughs> understanding the triggers is really, really key to tantrums. So if you know that at your child naps at two and and you know that if you don't get them down by two, then there could be a tantrum coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you want to start at 140 starting to prepare to get them down for nap, whatever your routine is, whether it's reading a story, whatever it is to start calming them and getting them, you know, in the mood to get ready to go to sleep. And sometimes you have children that when you do put them down for nap, they will cry, you know, mm-hmm. but it may be you child. So it could have been a habit that's always happened since they since they were infants. I've known toddlers and even preschoolers that take naps will cry before they go to bed. It's just something that they do to help them just get their last poof, mm-hmm. tiredness out, and they, and they go now. But understanding the triggers. So um, I remember I used to care for a young toddler. And when we went to the restaurant, his older sister wanted to go out to eat. I would let her know You know, you got to eat. You have to finish up. We have 15 minutes before your brother will not be happy. Mm -hmm. And the customers in the restaurant was looking around and she went too close to that 15 minute. I'm trying to get her all packed up and I didn't want to rush her, but I knew that he was going to explode and it was going to be not a great scene in the restaurant. Mm So uh, sure enough. Yeah. He uh, went off, and it was because it was almost close, ready for him. It, he was he was at his board point. Also, boredom can cause you know can be a factor for tantrums. And he was also ready to go. Mm-hmm. And I can remember hearing people in the restaurant said she said he had 15 minutes. So I knew his trigger. <laughs> I knew his trigger. <laughs> so knowing the triggers, knowing what you know can help diffuse it to days a little bit better. Yes. Okay.
0: Now you touched on it a little bit about um, routines, um, but are there like certain activities and things that make the kids a little bit more cooperative and prevent the tensions and the yes. whininess? Yes. So
1: routine is very important to have and activities in your back pocket if possible. So say, for instance, you're you're going to the doctor's office and, you know, it may be a moment, you know, you want to make sure you carry some books or you can have, um, you know, if you have access to puzzles like at home or put music on any calming activity, pull out the yoga mats, start doing some uh, yoga moves, you know, even while they're, you know, uh, maybe going through a tantrum, that's a way of diverting their attention by just you know sometimes you have to ignore it once you mm-hmm. figure you know what it is and you really know what it is and it's not like a mystery that came out the blue and you know why they're having a tantrum if it's something that you've been talking to them about the same thing it's okay to give them words especially if they don't have language you're okay you're just upset because I took your toy mommy said not to throw it and you threw it so I had to take it you know You can give them the language so that they can start internalizing what, you know, what's going on, what's happening, and I don't need to cry. You don't need to cry right now. This is not okay. You know, it's not okay to yell. It's not okay to hit, you know, whatever coming out of it. But pulling out some books. And even though that, even when they're, I've, I've done this before where a child has been rolling around on the ground. just <laughs> I mean, out, And I just ignore them because it was something that I've seen over and over. We've talked about this. I'm not going to say anything. And I'll pull a book out and start walking around the house and start reading the story. Next thing mm-hmm. you know, snaps out of it, sits down, starts listening. And I'm like, what color is this? And you know, sometimes you just have to ignore it because if you get, you know, too heavy involved in it, then it can just grow into something so big. And Mm -hmm. the more you practice, help them practice to kind of get out of it, because they're going to, they have to learn how to get out of it themselves. You really, all you're doing is coaching them and managing them. They have Mm -hmm. to learn how to internalize and have to process their feelings and understand what they need to do when they need something. You know so say a child is having a tantrum because he couldn't get his shoe on so he just has a full out tantrum but he has Mm -hmm. words and you say use your words do you and then they might stop and say help you know (laughs) so (laughs) it just kind of all depends on the scenario you know and you just try different things but always have an activity in your back pocket especially a calming relaxing uh, activity for them music is perfect and just start dancing and that will shut everything down too. everybody. <laughs> to <dance. laughs>
0: oh, yes. <laughs> nice, nice. Now, what about the kid that is just like, it's like a daily struggle, like the constant whining all the time. Do you, yeah. What is your best advice for dealing with the kid that's thrown the tantrums daily? Oh, the
1: whining is so, oh, my, that's hard. It was so hard as a mom. Um I had a whiny child. (laughs) It's so hard. It's much easier as an educator to handle a whiny child than your own child, listening to your child whining like that, you know? And so I would just, I would always just let them know every day you kind of have to do the same thing. If they're doing Mm -hmm. it every day, then you're going to have to take kind of like the similar approach, like use your words, you know, or what I used to do when it got that bad and the child, definitely understands their behavior, you know that they're seeking attention for, you know, and it's not the right attention, you know, if you checked off all the boxes, they're not hungry, they're not sick, they're not, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. but they're constantly doing this, then I would say, you know what, when you're done whining, or when you're done having a tantrum, call me, I'll come over here, and then we can finish this activity. But right now, mommy's going to go over here and wash the dishes, and you have to calm yourself down once you're calmed down and once you can use your four-year-old voice or five-year-old voice and any time they, <clears throat> oh, I'm mm-hmm. sorry, I can't understand that. That hurts my ears. <laughs> and they would laugh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm sorry. What did you say? You know, and I'll walk away. I'll go wash the dishes, or I'll go do something. Well, like, oh, Miss Shawna, or my son will be like, "Mommy," I'm like, "Oh, there you are. There's my <laughs> four year old. What do you need?" You know, and then I would address them, always happy, joyful, kind, and loving. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, sometimes you know it's hard, but. That's that's what you have to do, you know, and sometimes it's hard because it seems like you're ignoring your child. But what you're really doing is teaching them to self-soothe, because if they don't learn how to self-soothe at a young age, they're going to carry that whininess into their lives. And I've seen children and know children at 10, 11 and 12 that still whine mm-hmm. because <laughs> it was never it was never they never learned how to self-soothe. They mm-hmm. weren't given that time. Because a lot of times as parents, we want to solve the problem for them, Mm -hmm. but we can't. We have to teach them to solve it themselves because, you know, if not, you know, it's a life skill that they could be missing out on that they'll have to try to figure out later on in life. that's one of, that's a very important skill is self-soothing. And part of self-soothing is learning how to play by yourself too. A lot of times today, you know, cooperative play is fun. Play dates are great. Of course, you want to play with your children every day. But there is a part of the day where I call it it solo play. This is a time where I'm going to set out some activities and you are going to hang out on your own. I'm right over here folding clothes or, you know, something like that. Mm -hmm. You're in close proximity. You're going to work over here. Or if you have a designated playroom where they can hang out at, you can set a timer, I'm going to set a timer on the microwave for 15 minutes, 20 minutes, you're going to do some solo play when it dings, then you can come back and we can do an activity together. Then after that, we can do another 15 minutes, you know, something like that, because children today are becoming highly dependent on two things, screens. Mm -hmm. Yes. (laughs) And when they don't have the screens, they want the total adult interaction all day long. Mm -hmm. And real life is like not Design that way you have to be able to take care of yourself and navigate and be self-sufficient and part of that it has to start when they're young because if not they become dependent upon those things and they take that into you know into their t- teens and their yeah. tweens so yeah that's, that's a what really I good would do. One thank you that's always been my favorite is, it hurts my ears I, I, I'm sorry but I can't I'm mean, like I just can't do it I throw my hands up like you know yeah
0: I gotta use that one because that's what my son's new thing I, I like he'll be like oh, and I'll be like I need you to be a big boy and talk like a big boy but I'm gonna do that hurts my yeah. ears I cannot wait to do it I'm gonna go downstairs and do it when I'm done <laughs> so yeah. thank you for that but oh God. awesome. Awesome. So what is happening in your life right now that's making you happy?
1: I am on top of the moon with being in the middle of self-publishing my first children's book. Oh, yeah. So, that yeah. is right. I- yeah, so it's a learning curve, to say the least, because I really thought that I would launch it this month, and mm-hmm. I am nowhere near launching, but I'm proud of myself because I'm still working with my illustrator, and we are both learning this together, which nice. is a, a great thing, so it's our first time, and it's my first time, and we got our characters defined, and I revealed my characters a couple weeks ago to my subscribers, and then I'll probably show it on some parts of social media soon, but I wanted my subscribers to My subscribers um, to my website, I like to give them a little bit more uh, intimate details about myself and, you know, let them learn about different things about what eNanny Link is doing um, than everything that I pretty much share, like on social media. So, you know, because I value the relationship, you know, Mm -hmm. they took the time to subscribe. And so I've been sharing things there, special things with them there. So, yeah, that is something I'm very happy about right now.
0: Awesome. Awesome. So one of my favorite questions to ask my guests is if you could have any superpower, what would it be?
1: So I have two, but I'm going to go with my top one. Okay. (laughs) My top one is flying. I want to be able to fly like a bird. (laughs) Okay. I don't like being stuck in one place. I like to be around different people. And if I could fly all over the world, and like today I'm on an island, and next week I'm doing something else, I mean, that would be like pure happiness for me.
0: (laughs) You want to know a funny story about flying? (laughs)
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) So my five-year-old, I don't know, maybe he's been watching too much cartoons, but he told me he can fly the other day and I promise you he sat in the middle of the kitchen flapping his arms up and down telling me hold on mommy oh, I can fly hold on <laughs> so, <that's horrible. laughs> so I could totally see you flying right now mm-hmm. both of you guys that's me. flying that's me. That, is me. <laughs> that would be awesome well awesome awesome so um where can our listeners find you on social media if they want to learn more about you
1: Yes. So two of my favorite hangouts at the moment will be Instagram. And on Instagram, I am um, Ms. Shawna. So it's M-R-S underscore S-H-A-U-N-A underscore. And then on Facebook from my business page, I speak from there every week, uh, different parenting topics, and I share different articles on there for families. And that is E-Nanny Link with the number one after it. Okay. So those are my two places. And then the website, of course, you can find out where, what's going on with me and all the other social media outlets at com.
0: Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Someone's knocking at the door. So let me wrap this up. Well, thank yes, you so much so for coming. Yes, thank you for having me. Awesome. Awesome. So that does it for episode five. the real happy mom podcast to find the links in the show notes of this podcast go to realhappymom.com slash five that's realhappymom.com slash five and you can find all the links that mishana talked about and um so much more so thanks for listening and i'll catch you in the next one